Aaron and Bryson won that shit, right? Uh, yeah, they did by two, I think. Two holes. I feel like if Tom had uh, um, what you call it on his team, he would have definitely won that. That'd been great. Bryson and uh, what's the other guy's name? Uh, Brooks. Um, Brooks. Bryce, Bryson and Brooks and Aaron and Tom. That would have been fucking great TV. Great TV. Yeah, I uh, I don't know why they keep pairing him with Phil other than the fact that, like, they potentially, like, just get along and Phil's, like, an old guy. Yeah. And, like, it made sense when they had, like, Tiger because Tiger and Phil are, like, rivals and – they're both like older guys and their tiger isn't like tiger anymore, but this is putting right. legitimately a guy who with the exception of winning the U S open hasn't been in like a top five in like multiple years versus a guy who's like in the prime of his career, kind of a dickhead, like personality wise, they were great together, but yeah, you really do have to put Tom with, Someone a little bit more relevant, I think. Yeah, it would have been interesting to have time with someone else in there, but it did make for amazing TV. And we have, dude. And then we have a few clippets from that state from that day where Tom is still Tom's 24 years old. Let's 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 get get over the fact of it. His body, his NFL career is old, but mentally. He is a TikToker right now, right? Like, he is in with the memes. He's in with everything. And Tom, I think this is probably going to be his last year. I feel like this is kind of setting up for that because he's doing a lot. I don't think he has another two years. I think he's got two. You think he has two? I think he's got two, win or lose. Uh, Man, for the sole reason, like, first off, if he wins – I can't imagine he wouldn't want to go for three. He's never done three in a row. Uh, This team is still set up to be good. And, like, three, ever since Tom got there, like when Tom first signed with the Buccaneers, he said, I want to rock the creamsicles, bring back the creamsicles. Tom might stay for another year, uh, that third year, just to rock the the swag. (laughs) That jersey is going to be the most high-selling jersey. I'll buy one. For sure. I mean, yeah. I have a list of jerseys I need to get, so it's going to be interesting to see how Tom plays it out. But we got a couple answers out of this thing. They did not ever mention Aaron Rodgers as a NFL quarterback. He was just a Jeopardy host the whole time. And Tom threw his little digs at him. But do you think now that this event is over, and the, he set up this event in the middle of training camp and all this other stuff. He agreed to it. Do we see Aaron report? This I don't week think, or- bro, I don't know if anything's actually changed. I do. I will say this. Like, I love that Tom is such a absolute just psycho competitor that he can say the most fucked up shit. He's getting Aaron Rodgers just trending on Twitter on a daily basis. And then they lose, and he's like, good match. That was fun. Like <laughs> That was it. I don't know. Very few people in, like, sports history, like, I don't know. I'm trying to think, like, maybe Conor McGregor. Uh, talking about people who can, like, tap into that, like, that athletic, like, psycho, like, competitive yeah. freak. And then just – snap out of it it's like superman and clark kent it's just done bruce wayne batman just completely different yeah i uh he's very interesting now i like i told you many times man how brian dawkins brian dawkins weapon x maybe ray ray lewis i can see him turn it off right after the game because he gets into his prayers right away so he turns into a whole other guy what you think about that white suit you know, because <laughs> I don't even know. Like even Jordan off the off the court was kind of a dickhead. Like Kobe, competitive dickhead. 
Uh, you don't, if you don't understand, you don't want to win. <laughs> if you don't understand Jordan, you don't want to win. That makes him a level above Tom, a level above all these other guys. Cause I don't think it ever turned off. It ever, he, that is him 24 seven. Like I seen him in the interview where he was interviewing with, he was uh, right beginning, right at the beginning of uh, the NASCAR uh, season. They had MJ, they had uh, Denny Hamlin, and they had damn Bubba Wallace in there. And it was like, yeah, what do you expect out of this team? To win. To win it all. And then Denny was like, oh, we're going to get some new drivers. And then Jordan just gave the Jordan shrug and was like, I don't see it out of the realm of possibility that he cuts one of the best drivers in the game if it's not performing well. And we're not talking about Watson. So <laughs> we're not talking about the guy that has not had a top 10 finish yet. That's that's the interesting thing, though, because I think that's why Tom has so many like friends, so many teammates who like think of him as like, oh, I'll just call up Tom and Tom will answer the phone. I don't think Jordan's teammates call him. No. A couple of them. I mean, I'm sure Scotty gives him a ring and Rodney gives him a ring. Oh, literally, I don't know about that Scotty thing. I'm sure Michael Jordan's probably calling him like, hey, man, get off the goddamn TV. Your name is with my name in everything we do. Can you stop? Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Hey, listen. If anything, I think that makes Tom more interesting, though. Like, yeah. the ability to, like, separate it so completely. Yeah, absolutely, because... Completely normal human being, somebody's dad, then throw a ball in his hand, he's going to call you a motherfucker and just beat you down. <laughs> hey, man, that's the mentality you need to win as many games as he did. You have to have that, I'm going to kill you every time we step on this field. Every single player needs to have that. If you don't have that, man, you're there for the money. You're guaranteed. the money and that's fine too because we're here (laughs) we're here for the money welcome to money back guaranteed we're back we are back we took a holiday break we got one show for you this week uh this week but it is jam-packed we are catching up on everything that's going out there right now my name is angel i'm with a wonderful jay we are here to give you the rundown on all our picks or the rundown on all sports and give you our infamous picks of the week slash weekend. We're going to have some picks for you. Check our IG out money underscore back underscore podcast. We will put all our picks throughout the weekend there as well. Please like share and subscribe this podcast. Let's get to it, bro. Angel. I, uh, I ran out of podcasts this week. It's Friday, right? Technically it's Friday show. Yeah, it's weekend show. Pretty much. So I've been going through old podcasts and I started listening to like some old like Ryan Rosillo, some Green Knight. And I was listening to uh, before the Super Bowl. And it was just so much fun to listen to everybody pick the Chiefs and be like, you know, when Mahomes wins, he'll only need four more. And he's got the tiebreaker. I mean, he could do it. Yeah, well, you know, we could go back to all those podcasts and you could listen to the real experts say now that he's won like, now he's won like one and he's like six away without a tiebreaker. Man, that's we, crazy. Hey, I will take one, one. Okay. That's why I need the run back. 
I'll take one one and Tom can go into the sunset. Okay. I'll take one one. Even if Patrick doesn't make it again and Tom does, I'll take the one one. Brady's just, three and two in his career against Mahomes. Oh, oh yeah. Funny that. How many games how many games uh in the Patriots? How many? That's a big difference when you got Bill there, okay? <laughs> I mean, they only lost by three in Tampa and they spotted you twenty one points. Anyway. 20- I just, I just, yeah, I just thought it was interesting. Just wanted to bring that up on a Friday. Oh, thanks, appreciate it bringing that up because it's different. We're not worried about it. And now Tom's, gotta... and now Tom's bullying Aaron Rodgers to the Raiders or the Broncos. <laughs> I mean, he has to. He has to do some fun. He has to clear out the NFC for him, bro. What if the Raiders trade for Devontae Adams? And Derek Carr's going to be like, oh, shit, I got my best friend. And then they trade for Aaron Rodgers, too. <laughs> I want to see it. I want to see it so bad. Because you see Derek Carr. Derek Carr has been all over the place saying, Devontae, I would love to see you in the Raider uniform. Devontae, you fit this team. You need to be here. We need to do it like we did in college. He's my best friend. Um, there's one problem with that, bro. There's a lot of other quarterbacks Devontae has seen and would want to play with. Devontae is the same guy that got on all fucking – he got on his knees to give Aaron Rodgers his 400 uh, touchdown ball. There's commitment there. I don't know. Derek, he's seen a very strong arm. I don't know, bud. Bro. Plus, the Packers are going to throw him as much money as humanly possible under these so-called cap rules. <laughs> so, good luck. Gruden's, Gruden's gonna call Derek Carr and Devontae Adams as Austin Beckett. Devontae, now we got a shot at Aaron Rodgers. Who would you? We but we just paid you thirty million dollars, so we want your opinion. Who who do you think gives us a better chance to win, Derek or Aaron? Is Derek in the room? Yes. Oh shit! I don't know, but nah, he'll still go with Rodgers. <laughs> just. Hey, bring Rodgers in, sit car for two, three years behind Rodgers, you're good. Hey, man, like, you know, he's he's like the reigning MVP. You know, it's not it's not personal, man. Like, I still think we could, like, win with you, but, I mean, Aaron. Can we win-win with you? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, bro. <laughs> I don't know about that one, man. It's okay, man. Just go sit behind a quarterback, learn a couple things, you're good to go. I don't know what you're going to learn from Aaron, but good luck. Yeah. <laughs> good luck. Oh, man, good luck. Um, yeah, I don't – I really hope Aaron reports. I think if he reports to camp and says, hey, I'm here, but I want you to move me, that's a little better than him staying in Hawaii. It really is. At the same time, they're going to say no. All right. Well, I'll be back. See you later. You got me in Milwaukee, or you got me in Green Bay. Let's talk. Now I'm here. Let the reports all show. Aaron's in Green Bay. Aaron's in Green Bay. Then Aaron leaving Green Bay. That will let everyone, every team know, hey, guess what? I'll give you a second, a fifth. Take what you can get at this point. Because I just read a couple things before. They're still not really – they like they don't like what they have, but they will go with it until Aaron comes back. Jordan Love not throwing the ball well still. Still not throwing the ball good. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is for sure not going to come back. He's like, I'll, I'll – because he's a free agent next year, right? I believe – no, he just signed his deal. Signed his deal? Yeah, he has like three years left, four years left. Aaron Rodgers is like, I'm going to retire. I, f- I filed the paperwork. It's week seven. You are, say, three and four. Oh, yeah. What is the least amount that you would take for Aaron Rodgers right now at if, that point? If you're, really the Green, if, if, if you're the Green Bay Packers. If the Green Bay Packers and the Denver Broncos have the same record, um, 
Say your quarterback. Say your say your quarterback play is okay. You're probably have the, you know, worst quarterback in the division, but your team is good enough and you're running the ball well. You give up a, a first is so much at that point in the season. You know what I'm saying? Because he's got to come in, he's got to take a couple of hits and bruises, and then you're at fucking three and six, looking down the rail or down the barrel. So it's like. So, so he has an out next year. I think that's the big thing. He's got a oh. potential out. Um, and I don't know if that's a team out or that's an Aaron out, but he has an out next year in 2022. Okay. Huh. Well, no, I would just let it ride it out. If you're going to leave, then you're going to leave. You're going to take a year off and then you're going to come back and the Packers are going to hope that you come back like Le'Veon Bell. You're not that sharp because you're not really in the gym. You're retired, retired. You're doing Jeopardy. Packers so, going to hold them. I mean, he retires. There, there's nothing, nothing bad that can happen to you. It's you've got dead cap. It's nothing. Uh, right. I don't know if you retire. Obviously, you're not due any money. I'm just thinking like more from the perspective, man. If you're three and four, week seven, for the deadline, and your quarterback plays okay, does like a Derek Carr interest you? Like, would you deal Aaron for Derek Carr in a first? Derek yes. Carr in a second? Derek Carr in a first, for sure. Derek Carr in a second, you'll have to think about it a little bit. And because that division, depending on how they look, LA, Kansas City, I mean, you could easily, even with Aaron Rodgers, finish third or fourth in the division. That's still a pretty decent draft pick. Yeah, that is still a really good draft Top pick. Top 15. Yeah. And, I mean, you could always move it, too. You could get, like, a third that turns into a second if your team wins this amount of games. You could really get your true dollar when it comes to moving him. It's just the performance of the quarterback that you're going to trade for and his performance when you go and when you trade him. Like, because it'd be great if you trade him for a one and a three that turns into a two and then Aaron plays well and then you have a first and a second for him. Like, would you take a quarterback, a second, a fourth, and a fifth? Like, I'm trying to think, like, what's the – like, what is the worst trade that you could get for Aaron Rodgers that the Packers might reasonably take if he's full-on, like, I'm going to retire if you don't move me? Yeah. Uh, car, two, three, five, or uh, – Teddy, see, when you get there, when you get to uh, Denver, where you're looking at Locke, you're looking at Teddy, that's where it could get a little shaky because then you're going to have to still give up a first because you're giving um, a quarterback that been playing in the league and doesn't come close to par with Aaron. So, no. Yeah, that's, that's interesting because Aaron Rodgers, again – focusing on his mental health, whatever Tom Brady's kind of bullying him into saying stuff, but mm-hmm. definitely didn't say like, Oh no, I like, I love, I, I'm, I'm just not talking about football, but you know, I'm fairly happy with my situation. He was straight up like, ah, I don't know. And maybe that's just who he is. I mean, he, if they asked him like, how's your mom doing? He'd say the same thing, but, oh. but this who Aaron is, I guess, but man, that is, very, very uh, not great if you are a Green Bay Packer fan. Well, they asked him flat out at the event, and he said, well, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how things go. And he said it multiple times, so he's not giving you a solid no, because I think Aaron does want to play fucking football. It's just he needs his turns. I mean, he's taking care of his body and, try- and like, taking the steps to play – you know, till he's 40, 42, 43, 44, like Brady's age. And, you know, we can roll the dice and see how that's going to end up. But maybe another ring. But I mean, again, you got people like Barry Sanders. A lot of people retire with a lot of meat on the bones. Yeah. I mean, they want to have a quality life after football and taking a couple extra hits that you don't really want to take. Yeah. 
it happens. But this is a quarterback. This is not a running back. Running back, you get thrown into the fire every goddamn game. You get a good offensive line around Aaron, it's easy to play back, uh, football with him because he gets the ball out very fast. So At the same time, you look at a guy like uh, they're different types of players. Tony Romo could have played a few more years, but they threw the bag at him, and he's like, man, I'll go announce. Jay Cutler was going to be an announcer, and they threw the bag at him. He's like, I'll play quarterback one more year. $10 million? Fuck it. Yeah. So, I mean, Aaron, Jeopardy, like that's even a harder job to get, and it seems like he could just fucking have it if he wanted it. I mean, yeah. I mean, next man up in that situation. And I get, I don't know. I never really watched any – Jeopardy episodes with Aaron in it. Is he good? Is it like? Is it like back to normal when when which call was in there? Like, I don't like. I don't. I think it's harder to be. It's easier to be a good host of Jeopardy than a bad host of Jeopardy. It's more about like the temperament and the vibe, which I don't know. Like I, I have a job. I don't watch Jeopardy. You know, <laughs> not my thing either. So, but yeah, I'll probably have the YouTube and see see what the comparison is. Cause I'm sure a show like that, that has years in the game and has been always successful is going to try to find someone that kind of resembles the old host. And if that's it for Aaron, I guess you could sit there for 30, 40 years until you go. I'll say this. It is not a great sign for Packer fans that Aaron Rodgers' fiance has never been to a game. How do you even meet? How, how do you, how does this even work? How do you know who he is? Meet you at a bar and just pick you up at a bar? You guys have millions, so that's your fucking in? Because he, he hosts a Jeopardy, honestly. She knows him as the Jeopardy host. Oh, Jesus Christ. Is that when they all got together? Is that how fast it was? Because they're engaged now, right? Yeah, I don't know exactly how they met. I just know she was like, Oh, yeah, I just know him as the guy who wants to be the Jeopardy host. I don't really know him as the guy who throws balls for a living. Oh, that's wonderful. They're walking out of sets, and they bump into each other. Oh, spilled your coffee. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Rom-com in the making right there. Which, like, I think if he hosted Jeopardy, he would still make more money than she does acting. So, Pretty much. <laughs> that's a sad gig. He was making what, a million a show? Uh, not quite, but he was. Okay. It's like, it's, it's like what seven figures a year, six figures a year, seven figures a year, eight figures a year, maybe. I think it's like 10 grand a year, 12 grand a year, or a million a year. Not bad. My numbers are all fucked. <laughs> That's not bad at all for you to take hits, and now you're not taking hits. You're sitting on the rest of your money. We know you didn't give no money to your family, so you're sitting on very well. You're sitting on a very good welfare, so we'll see how it goes. We'll see how he is on the screen. Um, <laughs> I want to talk about that movie. <laughs> now, it's uh, I feel like it's a g- great sports movie in the making. I think it could definitely be a top five, depending on the acting, but as athletes, we know what throwing a ball in pads look like <laughs> and what it doesn't look like. Kurt Warner is come Kurt Warner is gonna have a movie about him and his career, an amazing career that he had. Out of nowhere, struggled cut after cut to be a Super Bowl uh, MVP. NFL Europe, arena football, Iowa, shout out the Iowa Barnstormers. Yeah. Not to ruin the rest of the movie for you if you haven't paid attention to football at all, but Kurt is clearly a player that everyone should know. So he gets a movie, and we see a couple snippets of the movie, and man, they really need – it was very – you could find a semi-pro player. You could find an ex-athlete to fill that role. Those throws look awful. (laughs) Those throws, he has these massive pads on, and he's throwing it, like, at his 
almost at his waist almost. And the ball he, just looks so weird coming out of his hands. His like, elbow oh. looks the exact same as Ben Simmons shooting a free throw. <laughs> that is a perfect example of what it is. It is a weird looking throw. They should have probably got him smaller pads or just throw Kurt in the movie. Put some makeup on him to make him look younger. He's on TV. We know. It's all good. But the movie's coming out. <laughs> and it is pretty funny to watch uh, the so-called actors have no idea how to throw a ball. They just were in drama class from second grade on. So <laughs> Ben Simmons. <laughs> but now we're talking about Ben Simmons let's talk about the NBA finals Um, when we left uh, the last show we didn't really break down the NBA finals because we didn't really know who was going to win but Milwaukee found a way to win two games without Giannis sending Atlanta home Clearly, Atlanta or Trey Young was dealing with an ankle, and he didn't look good coming back after. So, but he's a bit like, did hurt his knee. He's a bit like Derrick Rose, where if you do take away his explosiveness, Trey Young is not the same player. Yeah, absolutely. Like, if, so, heaven forbid, if that was like a long-term injury for Trey Young, he would have to learn to play a completely different type of basketball. Very early in his career. Because Derrick Rose had three, four years where he was a high-flying goon. And he just had to readjust his game. And good for him, man. Good for him. Because Derrick Rose still is a a key player on that Knicks team. And hopefully he gets a couple more years to perfect that shooting and be that star that he was supposed to be in earlier in his career. So, but, but Giannis is back after that gruesome knee injury. It was very ugly watching that knee hyperextend like that. But I mean, good thing he's double jointed. Yeah, I was gonna say at the same time, like looked way worse than it was. Yeah, absolutely. It looked awful, but no structural damage, no tendon damage. He's good to go. He puts up a double double in the first game, but they did lose. Um Booker had an amazing first game looking like the superstar that he is. Chris Paul manage the court like he does, his son's team looks very good. Do you think Milwaukee can make this a series? Uh, I mean, it definitely depends on who is guarding Chris Paul. And I, I sent you a video. Stephen A. was kind of breaking it down. They just didn't seem to know who was going to guard Chris Paul. And I – I don't think Chris Paul is the point God anymore. No. 36 years old. I think it's like point God, CP three, Chris Paul, Cliff Paul. <laughs> that is a very, very good analogy. You got to put that on a damn. You got to make a post on that one. <laughs> I sh- you know what? That actually is good. Remind me of that later. But anyway. I like game one on with Brooke Lopez guarding him. He looked like the point God again. He looked that good. Uh, Shout out DeAndre Ayton. First player since Tim Duncan to put up 15, 15 in their first NBA finals game. Like he dominated the paint. Yeah. He was very good in the paint. And And Giannis, no structural damage, but between – I don't – like, you're putting Brooke Lopez on DeAndre Ayton and then on Chris Paul makes no sense to me whatsoever. Like, I think you, you got to put Giannis on, on DeAndre Ayton. You got to figure out what you're going to do with Chris Paul. Maybe you double him. But if he is at CP3 level, if he's at CP3 – Sons and four, sons and five. Like, you need to make Chris Paul look like Pat Beverly did when the Clippers were really having a shot to win this. Chris Paul looking like more like Cliff Paul, sliding all over the court, getting his ankles broken. Because Chris Paul is not, yeah, he's just, I, 
when he looks good, he looks so good, but you can make him look very ordinary. And the Milwaukee Bucks had no answers for him. They definitely need to put True Holiday on him and not have True Holiday keep moving back and forth on Booker and Paul, Booker and Paul, and just keep giving Booker different looks. He's a younger player. Throw him different looks. And that's the thing. He is a young player. Don't let the guy with 16 years of point guard experience in the NBA pick you apart. Like This is where we get into like a little bit of NFL game planning. Don't let Tom Brady pick you apart. Make him hand it off to Sony Michelle or James White or Rex Burkett. Make him beat you at the running game. Don't let Tom Brady pick you apart because he'll pick you apart. Mm-hmm. Don't let, he'll just get into a rhythm and that's it. Don't let Patrick Mahomes, you know, bomb it all day to Tyreek Hill and run around and do what he wants to do. You can't do that. You got to right. make him sit down in the pocket make his reads, pick short balls, make him beat you with the running game. That's how you're successful against these guys who are great facilitators. And, yeah, they let CP3 beat you shooting, beat you driving, double team him, and just fucking give Booker a shot and then switch on to him and make him either pass or go. Yeah, especially that Chris Paul does – he drives to the mid-range spot where he wants to make that shot. Drive him with a double, get him trapped into that corner, and then read the passes. Chris Paul is a great passer, no doubt about it. But if he's doubled and he's six foot and he has Brooke seven foot, Giannis seven foot, hands all over him, it's going to be a difference. Let Mm -hmm. Booker – I mean, Booker had an amazing game. He had 35 points. He looked fucking great. looked phenomenal. But that's because you're letting Paul feed him. And Chris Paul is also not a great finisher at 36. So, I mean, if you keep Giannis and Lopez in the paint containing Aiton, you're also taking away a lot of finishing at the basket. You're making them beat you with threes in that mid-range shot. And I think you got a shooter's chance because Chris Paul and Booker went cold in that Clipper series. They did. So, I think think that is your – that's your ticket right there. Milwaukee just – I mean – I don't know if you call that on, put that on coaching or you put that on maybe Giannis not uh, not being ready. I mean, I don't think anybody on the Bucks team has any finals experience. Nope. The only one with finals experience is uh, on the whole court is Crowder. Yeah, Jay Crowder. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know if this is, that was a, a road game where they just weren't settled in or what, but they need to adjust big time. If I don't see serious adjustments game two, I, I don't see them. They have to – they have to keep it close. Yeah. They can't get blown up by 13 again. They can't let the Suns go on a late run, you know, 13 nothing, 14 2. They got to contain and stay with them the entire game and win these tight ones at the end if they're going to have a shot. Because, man, Chris Paul did not look great at the end of that Clipper series. Do not let Chris Paul get hot because you've seen Suns in four, Suns in four. That's what happens when Chris Paul gets hot. Yeah. You got to find a way to stop him, slow him down. And Giannis really needs to take another day, get yourself at 100% as possible, and you're going to have to drive the basket on eight and get him into foul trouble. That's how you get him off the court. You're going to have to keep driving, be controlled while you drive, and get him into foul trouble. Got to find a way to break apart this Suns big three because – they're on the court and they look good. You got to have one of them struggle. One of them struggle. If you get Aiden in foul trouble and then you get start doubling Paul, that's how you win this game. And you got to stay out of foul trouble. You cannot exactly. let Brooke Lopez take another flagrant foul and get kicked out of the series for a game because you're going to need every yeah. inch of that size. You got to make sure you are – playing the basketball you were playing when you were playing in Atlanta when Giannis was hurt. Those guys, Chris Middleton, True Holiday, Brooke, all them guys need to play good, consistent team basketball. Now that Giannis is on the court, does not change anything. You give him his couple of sets where he grabs the ball, takes it up and drives, but keep playing the same basketball you were doing when Giannis is hurt because that's when that wins you this series. 
wow, what an amazing finals. Just, we don't have to, well, LeBron needs to do this. Well, Curry needs to put up. No, it's the Suns team and the Bucks team needs to play as units to win this series. There's no star that needs to truly pop out for 40-50. No, you have to work as a team. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Absolutely and, love it. And you need Drew Holiday to get hot. He's got to carry this team. He's got to he's got to put up points. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think he is using a lot of his energy trying to guard both of these point guards when they get them switched and back and forth, back and forth, that he needs to try to find a way to stay on one guy and be very productive on the other side of the court. That's his problem. Absolutely. But that's game one of the NBA Finals. We have game two coming up uh, tomorrow, starting at 8 o'clock, or tonight, starting at 8 o'clock. Um it's going to be very interesting. This is where they go 2-3-2. Two, two. So if the Bucs can find a way, way to steal this game right here, they could win three at home or find a way to win three at home and finish the series there. You got to find a way to steal one. It's very weird how they have this 2-3-2 two, two set up for the finals. And they yeah. have a three-day break in between. Oh, no, Friday, Saturday. No, we're fine. We'll see. But I will have your pick for that game later on on the show, for sure. Oh, yeah. I'm a little nervous, man. Uh, (laughs) Currently, you have the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning are minus 230. Mm -hmm. And to win minus one and a half, the puck line is only plus 135 crazy like the that is the best odds it has been for the lightning the entire series they have never been more favored in yeah it's uh tampa is 14 and 0 after a loss so they've never lost consecutive games and they're sitting at a 3-1 advantage going home it's gonna be insane it's gonna be rocking i Wonder if the curse of the mayor of uh, the mayor down there could really throw this off. Because I feel like if the Canadians can win this game here, uh, the curse is in. Bro, I I had already put my money in when she said that. For those of you who haven't paid attention, the mayor of Tampa, a nice lady, but very clearly not a hockey fan, uh, said she hopes that Tampa Bay just takes it easy and loses this game so that they can win the title, win the Stanley Cup at home, which, <coughs> what a jinx. Why would you say that? You cannot do that in any sport. You can't throw that possibility out there at all. Even if your team is as dominant as 19 million over the cap, you cannot do that because you get into these modes where teams do sleep because they're – up 3-0 and then you see magic happen can you see this team actually come back and make it a game or make it a series all the way to seven can the canadians win two more yes absolutely i mean it's hockey can david price get his shit together and be that tough goalie he was in the earlier of the series. I know these guys get tired, but, man, if you can find a way to stand on your head two more games, you're going to be just fine. Every game you get into that you lose, it's 4-1 at the uh, start of the second period. Can't let these guys get to you. You got to play the defense. You got to get back. You got to play centric defense. Focus just on the defense and let the offense kind of come to you because – Tampa shoots. I'm thinking every single game that I see, they have 40-plus shots. You got to find a way to slow that down if you really want a chance in this. You want to bring a cup to Canada? That's the way to do it. But you're going to have to play great baseball or great uh, hockey for the next three. 
And honestly, I think, I think it is not out of the question that Carey Price can turn it on and get them back in the series. It's all about getting the right opportunities to score points and having a really strong back end defensively. And they also just need to get, get on the power play. They need to win those man advantages, get Cole Caulfield on the ice and get some really good scoring chances. I mean, it's definitely possible. Am I betting on the Tampa Bay lightning? Absolutely. Already put it in. Not a huge bet because there's not a lot of money to be made in it, but I mean, it's possible. Weirder things have happened. It is easier to come back down 3-1 in hockey than it is in basketball, by far. Just got to get hot. Just got to get hot. I, um, I'll have my hockey pick at the end because I'm looking for my glass shoe. So we'll see how it goes there. My man. And the most exciting, exciting news of the day. Italy versus New or versus England for the Euro Cup. England finds a way to win all their home games. They looked a little shaky today, but they found a way to win. Uh, Harry Kane got lucky. He had a penalty kick in the extra time, bounces off the goalie and it's a clean hit to the left and England moves on to your Euro cup. They're going against a team. I didn't expect to be in it. Italy. They're playing very good soccer right now. Um, and I will have your pick for that game. And that is on Saturday or excuse me, Sunday, big Sunday, big Saturday coming up. I think who I called in the beginning is still in. Still gonna yeah. take it home. They're still gonna take it home. They're at home, so it's gonna be major. We'll see how that goes. That is Sunday at two o'clock. I will be having my money in that. I am very invested. Um, been watching this Final Four of these soccer games. Great, great soccer. Really into soccer now. Finally, finally, uh, touching on my blood bloodline there. Hmm, becoming a soccer fan. <laughs> <laughs> It's only a matter of time. Who you got, Italy or uh, England? I got England, man. It's coming home. You got England? Yes, sir. I uh, I think that's going to be a very interesting game on Sunday. But rivalries are great. They make every single sport way better. Absolutely way better when you have two guys, two teams that absolutely hate each other. And that's what you're going to get on Saturday. You're going to see the trilogy end. You're going to see Conor McGregor versus Dustin Poirier three. Now, I think this fight is absolutely big for both of these guys. Well, now it's officially for the belt. Yeah. For the title shot. It is absolutely critical for both of these guys to come in clear-minded and ready to fight because I think Connor needs to come in a different mindset. He needs to take a couple of shots before the fight and he needs to fight loose. He's not really in there. I, the last couple of fights is not the Connor we're used to. It's not the flowing Connor that we see. And if he can find a way to find it, Connor is back. Truly, truly. Cause Dustin is not a pushover. You've seen him get knocked out. The only guy in the UFC to ever knock out Conor, that is Dustin. So it is going to be fireworks again. Two weekends in a row, 4th of July, you hear the bangs, and you're going to hear the bang again here. It's going to be a really good fight. The fight under that one is another big fight. Gilbert Burns, after losing to Usman, has to fight Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. That's going to be a great fight with two different uh, style of fighting. You know, Gilbert comes from Brazil, 
So it's a lot of mauling, a lot of wrestling that they do down there. And Gilbert Burns is a striker. Or, I'm sorry, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson is a striker. And that is a that is a for a title shot. That fight right there. Because Usman has to fight um Kobe, I think he's gonna fight next. One of these guys next. So Gilbert Burns versus Wonder Boy, that's gonna be a front title shot. This thing is all covered. Whoever you see win tonight is going for the belt. Or whoever you see win on Saturday is going for the belts. And it's going to be very, very interesting. And you also get to see Greg Hardy on a main event card. Who uh, wants to fight Sean Merriman, apparently. <laughs> hey, take that shit over to Trill. Triller, take that over there. You're, you're a real fighter. Let's be serious. Greg Hardy is going to fight his toughest test so far. He's fighting against Ty Tuvusa, and he is a beast. He is an absolute beast. He is an up-and-coming fighter, and Greg Hardy is an up-and-coming fighter, and this fight is going to be very interesting. I am definitely taking uh, Ty Tuvusa in this one. I think Greg Hardy is... You should have stayed in football. Stop beating on women. You're going to get beat up by a real, real, real man now. <laughs> I mean, that heavyweight division is so full of anybody, anytime, any day can knock the other guy out. I give Greg Hardy a puncher's chance. I just – he hasn't been great. And I know he's – sure, he's training really hard, and he's like – Continuing mm-hmm. to get better. I he got to the UFC. He won his last. last three. He won his last three. He's really he's not fighting big name guys or guys that are ranked or anything. And this is his true big test. This is to see if Greg Hardy can actually be a name in the UFC. Whether he's gonna be a a contender or a Brendan Schaub. Mm-hmm. Just a name everyone knows, throw it on a car, see how it goes. Yeah. Easy, easy to sell that fight. Just go on a press conference and be like, ah, I don't like people beat women. <laughs> but it, pretty easy. <laughs> and then you get to see Sean O'Malley. Sean O'Malley, he sure broke Sean. his foot two, two fights ago. He came back. He looked very impressive in this last fight. He's going to fight another up-and-coming guy, Montenaho. And... I clearly expect for Sean O'Malley to be the show that he is. Uh, he's a great striker. He's very long. Don't get into these massive leg kicks with these guys. And you have a ground game. Let's let's see that a little bit. I know striking and knocking guys out gets you that 50K purse, but we want to see you in the top 10 ranked. And if you look good doing that, you could find a way in there. It's time to get Sean O'Malley in the top five. He brings noise. A lot of people look at this card and go, oh, shit, Sean's fighting first. He has the fans, man. He needs to win to continue this, you know? He is minus 900. So clearly the public expects him to win too. Everyone bets on O'Malley nowadays. He's not fighting anyone with a big name, so minus 900 sounds about right. Greg Hardy is plus 115. Uh, Ty Tuivasa is minus 140. I am just looked up the odds. Gilbert Burns is plus 135. Wonderboy Thompson is minus 165 to win that fight. Very interesting, but I, I see it that way as well. I see Steven Thompson winning this one. Um, very long, different type of fighting. If he could stay away from the ground game, Steven will have a good time. Come on now. What's Connor's at? Plus 105. Oye, minus 125. Pretty close to a pick em. Pretty much a pick em. About what I would expect. This is, you know, man, this might be the first time Connor's been a dog. I think he might have been favored both other Poirier fights. Yeah. Uh, he was. 
But I mean, interesting. You can make money off Connor. Uh, man, Dustin and Connor, their careers can go very different ways after this fight. Yes, big time. And if if Connor wins, it's going to be great for UFC. Absolutely. UFC will feel like the king is back in a sense. Dustin wins this fight. It's really good for the sport still, but Dustin clearly doesn't care the weight. And if he loses, ah, we get we get good fights regardless. Because if Connor loses here, we're gonna see DS3. Which I still think sells. I know Dana White doesn't necessarily want it. And I, I do kind of agree because I think Connor's a bigger draw. I think Connor for the belt or Connor with the belt makes him one of the all-time greats in fighting, just fighting in general. Yeah. Uh, I think if he loses, he's still a moneymaker, but I don't know that I don't know that I want to see Connor in three fights if he's if he loses two of his next three. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. It really depends on Connor winning. Truly does. Um, meanwhile, Poirier, if he loses, I think Colby Covington wants that. Yeah, he wants that. He wants that very, very bad. And that would be very interesting if Colby could get that fight and Col- kind of put his put his kind of put his belt thing aside for a little bit. Because Colby hasn't fought since he lost to Usman. Yep. He needs to get in the ring. But he's been he's been he's been smart where he's been trying to pick a shot. And he's mm-hmm. definitely been chirping. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And he needs to find a good spot. He needs to find he needs to win and be on a main card. He does. He needs to I don't know, main card on a Saturday night where it's on ESPN plus. It's not a pay-per-view event. Even though Kobe is a pay-per-view fighter. I would still put him on a Saturday night fighting to see where he's at, truly. Because I don't think Kobe can go right in there with Usman, even though I think Kobe has probably the best shot to beat Usman right now. Out of all the kind of all the other guys out there, I don't want to see Masvidal again. That was a better fight than people give it credit for. That Masvidal fight, Covington Usman fight. Oh yeah, absolutely. It was very good. Usman finished it up in the fifth round. At what people still say, Kobe was still good. With a broken still, jaw. He was still fine with a broken jaw. He got to the ground, and I think he stumbled a little bit to the point where the referee stopped it, but he had time to still make it a decision fight. So I really want to see that happen. I want to see Kobe against Usman again. I think just Kobe needs one more fight. And Trump in his corner, however you want. Yeah, I, I mean, potentially got to find a new slant, but I, I still think, I mean, he was a great fighter before the Trump stuff. That just gave him a little bit of visibility. He needs to continue to do what he does. And he's already picking a fight with uh, Poirier, leaking some video. So I mean, Poirier is a bitch, though. What are you wearing all your gear on, and the guy's wearing nothing, and you're just gonna go ahead and just punch his ass the fuck out? Take off your headgear, girl. (laughs) Oh goodness! And then this is where we'll start taking baseball a little serious, huh? All-Star break is around this weekend. Uh, We're going to watch the Home Run Derby on Monday. We'll talk about that on our Monday show. And the All-Star game is Tuesday. So stay tuned because me and Jay will pick our Home Run Derby winner. And we'll break that all down for you. One thing I do want to talk about baseball, though, uh, Jacob DeGrom. He is out yes. of the All-Star game. He uh, is choosing to rest and stay with his family. How do you think – well, how do you feel about that? One of the sh- hottest baseball pitchers in the game right now. Everyone knows his name. His ERA did go up a little bit, but he was one of the best pitchers with the nastiest stuff this year. 
and he's choosing not to play in your highest rating game. It is tough. It's a tough look for Major League Baseball. I don't blame DeGrom necessarily just because you're looking at a guy who's a little bit banged up, and he he is the most important piece for the Mets making a postseason run by far. Absolutely. Uh, I just – It's so tough for me because I'm not a pitcher. I don't know how he's feeling right now. But I can't imagine that. Man, I just can't imagine that he would uh, he would be risking that much having, you know, play, pitching one inning. It's not like he'd go three innings, five innings, seven innings. It's an all-star game. You pitch like one inning. Yeah, you'll start the game off, and that's about it. You'll save the rest of the game. Yeah, so, I mean, on the one hand, I see both sides. If I'm Major League Baseball, watching all my young stars be like, eh, start to be like, oh, maybe not, That that's tough, especially when you're a pitcher. You're not Shoei Otani. You're not playing on your days off. Mm-hmm. DeGrom is truly a what, once every – once every five games pitcher. Yeah. So very, very interesting, especially with Kershaw. He's out now. He's out not in the All-Star game either. He's been put on the 10-day DL with a flamed elbow. So now you're losing a couple key guys. You're not going to have Trevor Bauer there for sure. So that's three guys that a lot of people know. Trevor Bauer, I feel like it would have been great for the All-Star game. Unfortunately, he's not in, but the trash talking, the where the sport needs to come to, truly. Pitchers need to start talking a little shit. Batters need to start dancing a little more and make this sport fun for TV. So it's going to be very interesting to see how all that plays out. You're not going to have three key baseball names in the All-Star game. You're also not going to have two big bats in your home run derby. Tatis is not in there, and so is Vlad Jr. They're both out. They want to rest. They don't want to really be in hitting 70, 80 home runs in one night. Which, uh, although at the same time, from a Major League Baseball perspective, I think if you lose Jacob DeGrom down the stretch, or, you know, that's not great for you. No. I think having DeGrom going in, you know, the playoffs and late in the year and pushing for that Cy Young is better for the sport. I think if you can have Tatis and Vlad Jr. at 58 and 59 home runs with two weeks left in the season, that's better for baseball than one night of them hitting home runs. I mean, you look at Josh Hamilton hitting all those fucking home runs. Didn't even win the home run derby, but like own Twitter for the night. Greatest hitting mm-hmm. performance I think I've ever seen. And what happened after that? Nothing. Yeah, yeah I heard a month after. Yeah, you you, yeah. Rem- you remember the night kind of, but Josh Hamilton is one of those guys who just couldn't keep it together, just couldn't stay on a roster, couldn't keep his head straight, couldn't stay out of trouble. And, man, it's just – it's not worth it, especially when you're looking at these young guys, which – and, you know, Vlad Jr. already given you one. Mm-hmm. He gave you one. He'll give you another one. But when you look at a, an all-star break where you're potentially going to be at over 30 home runs, I see no problem. Because they say it. They say, like, going to the home run derby could really mess up your swing. Yeah. There's enough evidence to show it. Yeah. And would you consider this, like, LeBron not – joining the uh, slam dunk competition. No, because he's already given you one. Okay. Well, Tatis, in a sense. I think Tatis owes you one. You know? Okay. I think I think You don't think be, LeBron owes us one? Honestly, I, th- I feel like it would be more like Steph Curry not being in a three-point contest. Okay. I do think LeBron owes you one, though. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think Tatis yeah. has to do it at some point. 
I, I would compare it more to a three-point competition than a dunk competition, though, just because voting in a dunk competition is so subjective. Uh, I feel like if LeBron entered a three-point contest or Steph lost a three-point contest, it'd be like, you know, whatever, I had an off night. Sorry, I only hit, you know, 80% from the floor and I didn't win. Sucks. <laughs> yeah. You know, whereas LeBron, he loses a dunk contest to some – nobody like Zach Levine going doing some crazy shit I mean LeBron takes everything personally against his legacy pretty much so it's interesting that he hasn't won a defensive player of the year or a slam dunk Hmm. interesting (laughs) all right all right time for money back pick of the week Slash weekend. It's time for the moment you've been waiting for. The money back guaranteed picks of the week. Money not actually guaranteed. Please gamble responsibly. Picks of the weekend, baby. Yes, sir. Um, let's start off. Over the pond, I'm going to take the home team, England, over Italy. Um, They looked – they struggled a little bit today with Denmark, but they find a way to win. It's soccer. I'm going to take the home team. I'm taking England. Um, Game two tomorrow for the NBA is I'm taking the Bucs. I think the Bucs can – um, get it together here. Giannis will have another couple of days off the knee, so he will come back more 100%. So the Bucks will take game two. Uh, oh, look, I found my glass shoe. Here it is right here. I'm taking the Canadians over Tampa tonight. It's going to be a very interesting series once this thing wraps up. I think Canadians can find a way to win tonight, make it a series, and six at home but we will see how that goes i'm going to take canadians tonight and for the ufc breakdown i'm taking connor i'm taking wonder boy thompson and i'm gonna take ty tubuska i greg hardy's not gonna be the guy that's been seasoned like ty i think um the style is definitely different for Burns, and Connor needs to revive this damn legacy of his damn. Time to get another W, Connor. Time to get a damn belt around your fucking waist again. There we go. I'd love to see it. Because I feel like if Connor wins here, I do not believe Khabib is going to stay in Russia. Just saying. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, hey, if not, uh, Poirier is going to knock him out if he can get some headgear. Uh, I'm going to take, I'm going to take it Suns in game two uh, until the Bucks prove that they can stop Chris Paul and have an answer for CP3. Uh, see the chart that I'm going to post tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to keep taking the Suns. I am going to take Tampa Bay to close it out. I don't. I, I I see your Cinderella. I see your glass slipper. It does concern me. It concerns me actually quite a bit to the point where I almost don't want to bet this. Uh, but I think Tampa Bay knows what a slippery slope it'll be if they bring this back to Montreal. Uh, I have Tampa Bay. Minus 230. I'm going to take them minus one and a half, plus 135. I already have that in. Uh, I'm also going to ride England with you. I feel like I picked them just kind of by chance uh, a few shows ago when you were trying to get me to watch soccer and I was refusing. So I'm going to keep taking them because I had them. I should have thrown money on them when I just said that for no reason. I probably could have gotten some good odds. I was going to say, he could have... He could have just kept up sweeping up the damn Euro, just picking England, but... No, don't listen to me, Jake. Uh, and then I'm going to take Novak Djokovic to win Wimbledon on Sunday. I already have him. I have a future bet with him at minus 190. 
Uh, right now, he's already up to minus 450 versus the field. So we'll see. Depending on who wins and how they look, I uh, I might end up taking him on Sunday. I also love Wimbledon because it's different from every other tennis tournament where if you go to a fifth set, 7-7, seven, seven, there's no tiebreaker. So you go until you win two games in a row. Uh, it could be like the last game you could go 48 to 50. The fifth set sometimes has taken hours. So I might look and see if there's a games play because I don't think this goes to five sets. And I might pick the under on games depending what the under is set at. All right. Dope, dope. That would be something that I would add on our story at money underscore back underscore podcast. Yep. Check us out at all podcast platforms. Please like and subscribe there. And please check us out on IG. You just heard it there. Money underscore back underscore podcast. We give you all our picks and we give you all developing news stories as well. So check us out there. Thank you for listening to Money Back Guarantee. That is your show. I am going to go off and put my bets in so I can make some money. I suggest you guys do the same. Oh, yeah. And we should uh, be back to a more traditional show structure next week. Yes, sir. Fourth of July kind of throws things off, but we are back. Going back to twice a week, and then we'll see if we have enough baseball to cover it and if football free agency can pick up. Uh, might stick it at one show a week for a little while and then when training camp starts fire back up to two but we will uh, we'll see how it goes like always check us out online like share subscribe tell a friend help us grow this thing we'll keep making it yes sir please share like and subscribe oh shout out jason tatum you're gonna wear number 10 in the olympics for kobe good move bro There you go. All right. See you next week. See you next week.